Laird and Chris Curtis on WEEI. Kenny Curtis Show with the news that a big name is in town for the Pats. Zeke Elliott, no matter what you think of Ezekiel Elliott, uh, Curtis, that is a big name on the board coming in for a visit. You know, I always think back to the foundation of the Patriot way. It was bringing in big name players that had already played their best ball. Like Randy Moss? Yep. Well, that was a guy that came in for nothing. <clears throat> okay, so is this and guy. Randy Moss, I mean, are you going to compare Randy Moss to Zeke Elliott? Well, at the time they Zeke acquired Elliott, him. Is Zeke Elliott a Hall of Famer? Were there people saying Randy Moss is done when they acquired him? Well, right, but that's you can make that. You, is Zeke Elliott a Hall of Famer? If he kept on the track he was on, he'd be in contention. Right. If I kept growing, I'd be in the NBA. Two-time All Pro. It's not nothing to sneeze okay, at. I don't I, think he's, uh, he's not a Hall of Famer. Okay. So Randy he's, Moss is a first ballot Hall of Famer. First ballot? Yep. Eh, don't think that. I don't know about that. Who says no to Randy Moss being a Hall of Famer? Yeah, the, the Hall of Fame in the NFL. They go through multiple years, as you say. Rodney Harrison's not even in the Hall of Fame. So you were complaining about that this week, because you always do. <laughs> Okay, I'll so, bet you. Like I'll guys bet you, that you bet, think should be in there. I'll take bet you a lunch. Long time. I'll bet you lunch. Randy Moss is the first ballot Hall of Famer. Okay, we'll All bet. Right, dude, I agree. Done. Not going to happen. Second year, maybe. Anyway, Zeke's in town. Do you like it? 617-779-7937. Do running backs matter at all in the NFL these days? For the Patriots, they might. Generally, largely, they're oh, taking advantage news. of a uh, you say commodity. I, I, that's I'm, I'm a negative guy. Yeah, Positive news. Christian Barmore had a baby. Very yeah. exciting. Well, that's the excuse. Uh, that he was, because some thought maybe he was, I don't know. What's too, is it too early for him to be on a contract dispute? He's too young. I don't know. I mean, but he's, yeah, he's been out. And uh, what an odd, he, I remember when he was supposed to be out for a couple games last year, and we had a conversation <laughs> about that they have to withstand the departure of Christian Barmore. He's been, you know, a revelation. He's the next Aaron Donald, some people were saying. And then he just was out, and it's been a very strange relationship thus far with uh, Christian Barmore in the organization. Definitely. And a defense that is, and God I think, with in that good contract, shape. I like, think in good shape. It's so weird the money they spend. Bill Belichick, as you have said, is is all about the deal. But he gives Devontae Parker this extension. A guy that, like, why? I don't get it. So the timing of that was weird, too, with the dalliance with Hopkins. Right. That was, that was it like felt the, like a response. Like that was like the, the Kobe ring. Bill doubled down on his guy. Right. While Kraft was trying to dangle his guy. It's just so strange. It really is. It's it's just incongruous. <laughs> I know, but despite all this, they are a contender. They're they're a what competitive team. What are you talking team. about? What are they contending for, Ken? The division title. The Patriots, especially with Jalen Ramsey okay, just okay. going out this week. You think the the Patriots are not a contending team, Ken? Yes, they are. For what? We're a playoff berth, and therefore the they have the same over under and wins as the Tennessee Titans do. I know you. You stick to over-unders. Sometimes teams exceed expectations. Right, but you're saying what the expectations are, and I'm saying that... If they win 10 or 11 games, would that make them a contender? Right. If they okay, win 10 or 11 I games, gonna I will get another tattoo on my head. Their defense is good. Their number one pick corner, Christian Gonzalez, had a great week. That's big news. You agree. Juju Smith-Schuster looks good so far. Three practices, no pads. That's good news so far. Yes? Uh, Trent just, Brown showed up. That's I, good news. I just they have a let, tackle. I want to let you know something. You already owe me lunch. Because Randy Moss is a first ballot Hall of Famer. Oh, is he in the Hall of Famer? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Fine. I owe you lunch. You tricked me. Yes. Is it sure it was the first year? Joe Braverman just told no. me. All right. Hasn't been wrong all day. All right. Well, anyway, Zeke, you, bro- you broke up my good news. Zeke Elliott's in for a visit today, too. So, that's four. That's four good bits of news this week. And you want to say this team stinks and they're no, not I a just contender? No, they're just they're... not contending for the division. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm going out on a limb. They are not a very good team. Let's go to, and by the way, the Red Sox are hot. 
which you don't want to... Hot as a pistol. You don't want to come to grips with. You already fired Bloom and Cora. You should, I week. actually was texting with Lou and Will last night after the game. <laughs> you want me to reset that? Yes, that was great. Okay, so I had a great game last night. Efficient, as you pointed out. Two hours, out. 17 minutes. Quick what, game. Is it Pac-Bell? What's it called? I don't remember. Oracle. Oracle. You know that mm-hmm. that guy owns the entire island off the coast of uh, Hawaii, or part of Hawaii? He has a, he has a resort he owns, uh, Ellison. Ooh. He's a bazillionaire. Well, my guys, Will and Lou, did a great job last night. And I would say that, Ken, you're an Oracle of radio. Thank you. And I texted, well, not after the Randy Moss fiasco. That's okay. We all uh, make mistakes. 12.49 a.m. last night. Pobody's nerfed. Post-game show wraps up. They had a good interview with Duval. It was great. you got to listen to the show. I would probably say it was, my, it was my highlight was the Duval interview. Nothing against Nesson, but turn down the TV sound and listen to our guys. Frustrating part, though, I couldn't fall asleep because I was so amped. I was actually amped. I, it was one of those wins. I mean, Cassis delivers again. What does D Cutter say Crawford. when you go into bed at like 1 a.m.? Like, she like, what? Oh, you have she was, like, I no, I was just watching the Sox, son. <laughs> listening, actually. Cutter Crawford is the best 16th round pick in baseball history. I this guy is outstanding. Cutter Crawford, if his first name began with a C, would be my favorite player. Well, he's got like a five-pitch mix going on right now. Really? His I love knuckle this, curve. His, his knuckle curve is unbelievable. falls off the table. Isn't it odd how he throws it? He like he holds it back to shield it, and his arm is concocted in a way. He's got to throw the arm Does out. Does that mean Cena who also had the knuckle curve? Yeah. yeah. He had a good knuckle curve. Fierce. First battle Hall of Famer. You've seen him. Never um, won a big game. Turner, big backhand flip defensively in the seven, saves a run. Winkowski, two strikeouts, got help. Winky. Cora, pushing all the right buttons, brings in Ref Snyder off the bench, right. sits Duran against the left, he comes hot. through. Otherwise or otherwise, sort of uh, a mundane move, but it's tough to sit a guy like Duran who's been hot. And we had a caller earlier who was doubting, was casting aspersions. Aspersions? I don't know. Yeah. He, he was down on Kenley. Right. Locked it down again. It was like a flawless ninth. 3-2, bingo, bango, five wins in a row, on pace for 88 Ws, nine games over 500, first time this year. Duvall's heating up. Cassis is as hot as Otani. I, I would take Cassis today over Bonds. They are a contender. Would you give me that? If you don't think the Pats are contenders. The Red Sox are definitely a contender. They Absolutely. are World Series contenders. They're 10 games over 500 against teams over 500. But anyway, so I text Will and I'm all jacked up, as you pointed right. out. You and said- I text Will and Lou. Great call, guys. It's getting interesting now. And Lou's like, go away. Lou was like, go away. He said, sure is. That was his, <laughs> his two-word response. I'm going to bed. But Will and I got into a little trade discussion. <clears throat> talk. Will, who I don't know if you know, his brother is a uh, play-by-play guy. Right, Rice uh, Aroni, you know where that originated. Oh, really? From uh, Dave? San Francisco. Oh, I thought Dave uh, coined the phrase. <laughs> Verdugo may be the guy they shop now. That is from Will Fleming, okay? They may shop Did, did he know you were going to go with that? I mean, that's inside info. He's just speculating. But he likes to I, – I, I trust Will's inside knowledge. Like, he's got a little bit of um, – he, he's talked to people. And Verdugo's struggling, and they bumped him down to seventh last night in the order. So it's not out of the realm of possibility they do a Kike-esque Nomar light trade. But if you trade Verdugo – Yep. Then the Mookie return looks even worse. Well, not really, because then you have the tentacles. Then you have Connor Wong and whatever you get back from So Verdugo. is this sort of like the Jimmy G trade where Bill used it to then use those picks to trade picks to trade picks, so you never yeah. really knew what the yeah. Jimmy G return was? <laughs> exactly. The, the Joe Thornton trade. Right. If you go through the tentacles of the Joe Thornton Although trade. Although I think Tooney was part of that, or am I mistaken? Really? The, uh, the trade for uh, Garoppolo. When well, they traded him. 2017 was when they traded Garoppolo. Did they trade Tooney to Kansas City, or he just signed as a free no, agent? No, they, they franchised him in 2020, and then they let him lock for no reason. Yeah, because they got nothing for him. Yeah. But anyway, if they trade Verdugo, is the reaction 
overwhelmingly negative? Do they get ripped for it, or is it understandable if it's for a pitcher? If I it's think a baseball trade for a pitcher with some control. It's a if it's a at first there will be people that are going to just uh, knee jerk rip the move because Verdugo will be more well known than whomever they acquire for him, but it won't be viscerally angry as it may have been about a week ago. Um, when they when, when Kike was traded, no, at there, first, you think there was backlash to the Kike trade at first? Definitely, yeah. Some mm, they're minimal, already selling, but minimal. then but then Duke Castiglione dunked. We did a poll question at Sox booth. It got eighty percent A or B letter grade. Okay, but the Sox booth respondents are overwhelmingly positive. Well, By the Sox way, fans, can I just express something? People that get mad at me for being negative about the Patriots, we were positive about the Patriots for twenty years when they were really good. They're being run in a horrible uh, way by Bill Belichick. Still Brady butthurt. Ken, if you are a red-blooded Bostonian and you're not still butthurt about Brady, then you have no soul. They quit on a guy that you think he can still play. He chose to leave. Could have stuck it out. Uh, you were at, a, uh, at an event with me where it was made very clear <laughs> you can no longer say that. Yes, you can. Now, Bill, not to say Bill's without fault, uh, but... Brady, we, we Brady were, could have taken the deal and stuck we, it up. We were told he, it wasn't even yeah, about... We're not told anything. <laughs> now, uh, here's a name on the market. The San Diego Padres, who are... How much did it kill you to know that I was there hearing that with you? <laughs> it was it was it, an odd experience. It ruined your day. We didn't hear anything. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. Seth Lugo, San Diego Padres starter, 33 years old. Is he related to Julio? 15 starts this year, 3-6-2 ERA. He's got a year of control left. So this is the type of guy they could go for. I like Seth Lugo. I think he's got a pretty good, decent stuff. I like his uh, <laughs> sidearm that he uses from time to time. He was a long-time New York Met. He was a Met, right. So you could trade Ver- Lucy. if you trade Verdugo for Seth Lugo, let's say, and it's a name that most people don't know, right? Right. Is that like yes, or is that a disaster? You break up like really great outfield right now. Uh, I would probably retain Verdugo. I would not risk that, but I'm not a risk. I'm risk averse in general. You know, Himes, he's he's a guy that just shoots from the hip. All this time, Braverman, our producer, was looking up a better 16th round selection than Cutter Crawford, and came up with who? Carlos Rodon. Is he like? What what is this? Have you compromised the producer? Like, I haven't done anything. Just... I just said I like his new beard. Let's go to uh... says, says the person who couldn't recognize me in the morning. <laughs> That's let's true. go. Let's go to Bob in Londonderry. Hi, Bob. Hey guys, enjoy the show on uh, the program. I had a uh, question for Curtis if he if he could listen to me for a minute. Uh, I don't always agree with him, but I most certainly agree with his take on the Patriots. And I was just wondering, would he even agree with me up to a bit that Mac Jones? Good or bad, I think his claim to fame, he's probably one of the best backup quarterbacks you could have on a team. But as a so-called starter, I would never hold my breath for the results. Even with some good help, I strictly don't think he's of the level. And I don't mean he's supposed to be Brady. He just just doesn't have it. And I don't think he's ever going to. I didn't know if Curtis would or would not agree with me in any of that. Bob, before you answer, Curtis, Bob, let me just say this. Curtis is in a weird spot with Mac. He is forced to side with Mac because of Belichick derangement syndrome. He kind of feels like he's got to agree with Greg, so he's kind of a Mac fan, but he deep down doesn't really love Mac because he's not Brady and never will be Brady. Well, I mean, Mac is a kind of a toolbox, but... <laughs> um, I mean, he He's really, a trash talker, though. Uh, he is a, I mean, he is a gigantic tool, but... Um, here's the issue with Mac, and it's it's not unique to him. I There are 10 players in the NFL right now. There's more than normal, but there's about a third of the league right now are quarterbacks that can elevate at least some around them, not, some to different degrees, 
Mahomes is number one by far and away, the best player in football. But you have the Josh Allens, the Joe Burrows, injury you know dependent. You have Trevor Lawrence. You have other guys. You know uh, Aaron even Rogers, Lamar Jackson. Lamar would, Jackson. He doesn't have many weapons. He does a good job. Jalen Hurts. Yeah. All that. Okay. Mac Jones has been hurt by the by the offense that he has been leading. That he has not had either offensive line help or elite receivers the way Tua, his roommate at college, has with Miami and the Dolphins. I believe with the right weaponry, Mac Jones can be a playoff quarterback. He can be on a team like the Patriots right now with a very good defense. If they had better weapons around him, he could be successful. He was successful at Alabama. But I don't know how unique that skill set is because several people, if they were given the tools that Tua has been given with the Dolphins, would be much better than they would ordinarily be. So, But if you had to take Tua or Mac? I'd take Mac you over take Tua. Mac. Just Thank because you. of Thank the you. I mean, the health specifically. I mean, Tua is more con- – and the other thing is that Mac's game is just not conducive to the way in which the quarterbacks are becoming in the NFL, which is you have to be, as Wiggy has alluded to many times, able to improvise in ways that Mac has been unable. He does not have that same skill set. Now, a couple of the practice notes this week were a little bit uh, concerning. This is um, we still haven't played the Mac Bill sound, by the way. <laughs> I thought we did play that. Oh, we didn't get. We never got to it. All right, we'll do that later. Jesus. Now, they <laughs> they were working on red zone this week. Through three training camp practices, mostly in the red zone, Kendrick Bourne, Tyquan Thornton, and Mike Gusecki have yet to catch a pass during competitive team drills. That seems bad. Right. And Tyquan Thornton, I think, has one catch. Now, Juju and Hunter Henry look good. Right. Parker looks good. But these three don't. I mean, I guess there's only so many balls to go around. But that seems to be a bit of an issue. Especially Gusecki, which is strange. Mack on Friday was 8 of 16 passing. Uh, in competitive drills, 11-11 periods. So, I, I mean, tough start for the offense. Definitely, sure. definitely. That was one thing we got right. We said that the offense would be competent but would be outpaced by the defense early in the camp. All right, we'll get to that Max sound, um, which was his uh, – no, we did play that Max sound. We played a little clip of that. We'll play more of it. He, no, I think he, we're good. I think yeah, – yeah, I don't think was, we played it, that It today. was that one. We did play it last hour. God, oh, God. just tuned out. Braverman's all you over to, it. You have to pay attention. All right, here's the news. Show's got what's late, latest. Mac was asked about you know, his relationship with you, and he said, I think it's good. And he said, the big thing is that we had a conversation, and we had a, you know, it was about a fresh start, a clean slate. Did, did you guys have that conversation, and was that something that happened early in the offseason? Yeah, I'll keep all my conversations between the players, private, and the first second of the players. Speaking to that relationship, though, and obviously for yourself, was Matt correct when he said, I think we're good? Yeah, yeah, I'm good with all the players that are on the team, absolutely. Good. Belichick talking about Mac. We're good. Good job, Joe Braverman there. Ken and Curtis here. All right, so the relationship may be distant, bordering on icy. Uh, Mac brought up the trust word this week. But you kind of agree with me that Belichick has butted out for now. Bill O'Brien is running the show. I think that's good news for the organization. Bill is letting Kraft do his thing. Mac's their guy. However, just uh, reading through Ben Volan's notes, and he's right about this. The top of the quarterback market has been redefined this offseason. Jalen Hurts gets $51 million per year on his deal. Lamar Jackson, $52 million per year. Justin Herbert, $52.5 million. Burrow is going to make $53 million, probably. Mahomes is down at $45 million eighth. But he's going to redo that, I'm sure, at some point. Josh Allen, 43 Will the Patriots ever pony up anything near that for Mac? No. 
That's why I said that it's more likely that Bailey Zappi is your starter next year than Mac Jones. Because if Mac has a good year, they'll trade him. If he has a bad year, they're going to cut him. But in what world are they going to pick up that fifth-year option and extend Mac to the point where he's in a good position? They're not going to give him $30 million a year. They're just not. I'm sorry. I mean, if they pick up the fifth-year option, though, what's that for? But Mac is not going to tolerate that. Is he my won't, point. but it, would he, he would hold out? Well, yes. What leverage does he have? You've seen if, Saquon Barkley just caved. Like pe- Players don't hold. Judon is there. Quarter, quarterbacks have, have leverage. Every other position does not. When's the last quarterback that held out, didn't play? Lamar Jackson. But then he caved. No, he got the money. I guess. I guess. Yeah. Okay. So Lamar. So Mac takes the page from the Lamar Jackson playbook and but follows I, that but, to it. But team. I think that both sides would want that. Bill would want to trade him, and Mac would want to be traded, and they'd get something of maybe a first round pick in return. Win, win, win. And go with Zap. And go with Zappy, and maybe try and trade up to get Caleb Williams. I don't know. I mean, the the way that they have built their business model here, it is completely against spending anything near that money. And I, I mean, it's what I saw this week too, and I mentioned this on the Greg Hill Show yesterday. The, the love and adulation that I gave Tom Brady for subjugating his personal cash flow for the team was wrong. Tom Brady set the wrong precedent in the NFL and across every sport where these guys are taking less money at the behest of owners that are profiting off of them endangering themselves. Yeah, but it helped him win. But it it, it, my, it really didn't because the last couple times he did that, the team didn't need the salary cap benefit because the salary cap, as the guy that's leading their, their development, their football, uh, what's it called, pro football uh, director of player personnel, mm-hmm. Matt Groh, said mm-hmm. that the, the cap is meaningless. And so when Aaron Rodgers gives the heir to the Johnson & Johnson family fortune $30 million back, he's, he's doing something that is totally unnecessary. Yeah, but, okay, you'll at least give me this. Brady certainly was happy to uh, uh, puff out his chest about it oh, on Jimmy Kimmel and elsewhere about everywhere. what a good guy he was. Totally. And that'll be part of his reputation forever. It makes him look like a good guy. Well, and the team but the team did that because it served all their purposes, right? If we promote that Brady is subjugating himself, whether it is true or not, or yep. the Brookline yep. Country Club, whatever, <laughs> that, that it forces, you know, if you're Willie Country McGinnis. Country Club, half of Brookline. If, if you're, um, that's what you own now with your new mm-hmm. job. Yeah, I do. Um, with the, uh, whatever, the next guy, Julian Edelman or Vince Wilfork and you're negotiating a contract, well, if you demand the most, then people are saying, wait, the greatest player of all time did this, so he hurt the other players in their ability to maximize their earnings potential. And that is done in the NFL. Dunsky, stop giving the owners a break when it comes to your salary. Well, what you, I, here's my, I don't think Mac's going to do what Brady did. Of course not. Okay, so if he's going to be stubborn, I don't know if he's going to hold out like Lamar, but there'll be some in between there. And now it's going to be Kraft that's going to have to make this call. But here's the Kraft, issue. Kraft loves Mac, and he now is uh, fighting with Bill. So he might side with Mac and actually give him the money. And one other thing, uh, you might be right about that, but just can we get the – because people love to bring up the the uh, Aaron Rodgers quick dalliance that the Patriots may have had, according to Craig Carton, the day he got off the air at WFAN. That very well happened and could have happened, and Bill was doing it just to sully the water for the Jets. We don't be- I don't believe that they were ever going to give him $50 million. So remove that from the well, – they would have done this for Aaron Rodgers. And so I don't know what the future holds, but Mac Jones should not be getting 30 to 40 to $50 million. So I support really? Bill Belichick in that. Yes. thought you loved Mac. Hey, 
I thought you wouldn't best. You want all players to make money. You want Judon to make more money. Right. I want great players like Matthew Judon to make more money. You're yes. anti league. You're pro player. You're pro quarterback. You're pro Mac. Why I mean, wouldn't you Mac want is, Mac to get forty million? If he has a great year, yes. Okay, fine. But I don't think he's going to have a great year. I'm just telling you what I, I think. You'll be fine. But you like him, so it wouldn't be his fault. I mean, you won't blame Mac if he struggles. You're going to blame everything else. This team will be the offensive line. It'll be the lack of weaponry on offense, which all could be true. And the other thing that we're overlooking, and I heard Jones do this the other day, and he was, you know, right on. We keep talking about the Patriots' defense last year, like they beat people. They just didn't. They could be great this year. They have, Christian Gonzalez looks like to be uh, a phenom, and they already had skill back there. They have, you know, if Judon's engaged, he's great. They have a good secondary. Great really secondary. Good. Very much. Strength of the defense and Bill Belichick spending more time on that side of the ball will be great for them. So th- those all could come to fruition. And Joe Judge is now a special teams coach where he's excellent. He sure is that. Um, but it's not yet been proven. It's discussed as if it's a lock when we haven't seen the Patriots beat the quarterbacks they're going to have to beat at the start of the season. Tua may not be healthy in Week 12. He'll likely be healthy in Week 2. You have, But Jalen Ramsey's already out. Well, Jalen Hurts. Three days of camp and he's out. Yep, Jalen Hurts Week 1. But that's the Brady two. game. What about the emotion, riding the emotion of Brady in the building? Yeah, I think that'll to be, beat the Eagles. I think that will hurt Mac Jones. <laughs> How many people currently on the roster are emotionally tied to Tom Brady? Hmm. Yeah, how many players played with Brady? There's still David the Andrews. Yeah. Uh, oh, he's going to be shot Matthew, out of a cannon. Matthew Slater. Andrews is going to have an all-world game. It'll be pancake blocks in every play. Cardona's going to long snap his ass off because of their time <laughs> together. Uh, but it, isn't it frustrating? The more I think about it, the more I think about it, Kraft is going to sign Mac. He's going to go away from his shared philosophy with Bill where they wouldn't pay a guy, whatever, 20% of the cap, how much is it? They're going to If he has a good year and things work out with Bill O'Brien... He'll, he'll he's going to sign Mac, and Bill won't, Bill's going to say, "Fine, your guy will sign him." There's a chance they pay him forty million. I I just from where I sit, I find it very hard to believe that Bill Belichick and Mac Jones will be long term partners. Well, it's not long term; it's only two more years. So three more years, or two or three. Yeah, I just don't see that. Bill Belichick has made it a point to say what he wants to coach players he likes to coach. He wants to coach with coaches he likes. Yeah, but in this case, the owner is so dug in. He's not so dug in. He said Lamar Jackson on the record when given the opportunity to say it off the record a month or two ago. That was odd. So he's not dug in. He said one thing to Neil Cavuto, and we're holding him to it. But that was more to spite Bill. Bill. Robert Kraft told Andrea Kramer with Jonathan that, quote, Tom Brady has earned the right to finish his career here, end quote. Now, 617 texture. For Mac to warrant a first-round pick in a trade, he'd have to have a monster year. So... That's true. Let's say he has a great year That's and they could saying. get a first round pick. Could yeah. Bill sell Kraft on that? If if you're if you, you get the next let's say the Patriots are seven and ten, Mac has a very good year. He's got twenty eight touchdowns, thirteen picks. Okay? Mm-hmm. They miss the playoffs. They have the ninth pick in the draft, let's say. Yep. We trade Mac Jones for a first round pick. And Garoppolo will get hurt again, so the the Raiders will need a quarterback. So you trade Mac to the Raiders. Yeah. For, well, I don't know. The Raiders have a bad year. They're going to be trading the sixth overall pick. Whatever. They traded for the 14th pick in the draft. So you then are able to potentially trade the ninth, the 14th, and maybe a future to get up to what the Panthers did this past year to get the On the movie pick. Draft Day, he tr- gets all three first-round picks back just to move a slot, one slot. I mean, it's amazing. they the, got to get Coster there's, into there's only great. There's only one great football movie when it comes to contracts, Jerry Maguire. Oh, that is a good one. Let's go to Stephen Fall River. Hello, Steve. How are you? I'm very good. Very, very good. Uh, 
What's on so your mind? The Patriots, so the Patriots are 31st in spending. They're not going to spend money on Mac Jones, whether apparently he has a good year or a bad year. Exactly who wants who's who's behaving like the Tampa Rays? Isn't it the New England yeah. Patriots? Yeah. Certainly not the Boston Red Sox. They're 12th. As far as I read, they're 12th in the league in spending, down from 4th, 5th, or 6th last year. They had $100 million last year that was an injury. Mm-hmm. They had $100 million of their payroll that wasn't even on the team last year. That's true. They're 12th in the league, but fandom is making them out to be the Tampa Bay Rays. Curtis's. And somehow glossing over this 31st, in spending, projected to be 31st to 32nd for the next four years in absolute spending. And according to Bill Belichick, 27th against the cap on average in the last three years. Maybe they're, uh, maybe they're saving the up for Mac. What if, what if they're saving up to spend it on the quarterback? What are they saving up? What do you mean saving up? What do you mean? How do you save up? They're going to have the There's most no cap space up. in the you NFL either. next year. That's they a do. Fact. They already do. Oh, I forgot. I forgot. I forgot one of them. Someone said they're the top two or three most profitable Sports franchises in all of sports. All of sports. So what does that tell you? That the demand right now is inelastic. People are going to go. And why is the demand inelastic? Because they have contracts with the club use, club boxes, and they have contracts with the people in the luxury seats, which is more of a take than the general seating, but still the general seating supposedly has a wait list. They know that no matter what they do this year, next year, the year after, they're going to make money because the seating at the stadium, I know this is dry and esoteric, the seating at the stadium isn't the majority of their take. Yeah, but, the if they, but, Steve, but Steve, if they don't sign Mac, they may lose fans. That's pretty significant. If, you, if your quarterback has a really good year uh, well, and you don't guess sign what? him. If you, lose, if you lose, you're not going to lose the club seat, people. They're already booked in. You're not going to lose the box people. They've already booked in. They're over half of the take at that stadium. Now, if you lose a few um, regular seat holders, you, they know they've got X amount of waiting lists. These people know they have an attrition of 1% or 2%, and they say we've got 10,000 waiting lists. We've got right. a five-, six-year window of, of attrition. There. Okay, so is Steve right? Do they have the fans where they want them? So here's They can do nothing. They can do no wrong. They can get rid of Mac if Mac has a good year. There is not that relationship with Mac and the fan base that you portrayed Well, to not be. now, but if, if he has a good year with Bill O'Brien and there's positive momentum building. Right. Positive, so the fans will say, look, Bill O'Brien got this out of Mac. Bill Belichick is not tied into Mac Jones. He doesn't want to coach a guy like that. He wants to be able to be here with the next guy. He doesn't view Mac as the next guy no matter what he does this year. So he's able to, in this way, if this occurs, what we're discussing, that they trade Mac for a first-round pick just like they traded a first-round for Cooks and they traded him for a first. They're able to get their money back. They used a first-round on Mac. They get a first-round back, and now they get to go back into the rookies to get the cheap option while they have Zappi to see if Zappi can mature into it. And Bill can potentially have the guy that is the long-time replacement once they get to get back into the top of the first round to trade up and get a guy that might be Caleb Williams or someone else. Can I just digress for one second? Yeah. I'm reading this, uh, Dan Shaughnessy, because, I, I, Steve, I just tune him You're out. just reading the Bill column now. Yes. Um, he's still I'm, Bill column. I'm not going to do the still Bill stuff because I think he's just doing that because he owes him one. I said this <laughs> yesterday. I'd love to get a little credit on the Greg Hill show. Um, Wiggy and Courtney were totally not interested in it, but... <laughs> The ever-obtuse, this is Dan Shaughnessy in the Boston Globe, the ever-obtuse Belichick used the convenient, can't talk about it, it's a legal process, when asked about Jack Jones' Jack Jones's alleged attempt to carry loaded firearms through Logan Security. Mm-hmm. Now, what my point was simply that he can't talk about it, 
He's choosing not to talk about it. And the team is making a comment in their actions of having him on the field. My question to Bill Belichick would be, so do you not believe that Jack Jones actually carried loaded firearms through TSA at Logan Airport? Because if you believe he did, which is what he did, why in God's name would he be practicing? He's committed a felony, several. He's looking at years in in prison. Why is he on the field? Yeah, I mean... <laughs> That's can, a tough one. I but mean, how I guess can you, you could, talk about the Patriot way. What did Jack Jones tell him behind the scenes? Right, like, I have an somebody excuse. Else, somebody else happen, packed my bag. Mistaken identity. But maybe. It, I, I mean, there there is literally no gray area. The laws about this, thankfully, when it comes to people flying with loaded weaponry, are are pretty black and white. Yeah. That you can't do it. Not only did he do it, and I wiggy did this thing. He was like, "Whoa, Quinn Williams." He like you bring up all these other <laughs> random people. Quinn Williams had a had the wrong permit, but he had a permit. He wasn't flying on a plane. This is specific. There are federal regulations. The TSA was put into effect. You remember after 9-11, mm-hmm. they created a federal system to help ensure safety in the air so that people were not concerned about hijacks or people getting shot on a plane. This guy brings loaded weaponry into no, Logan. What an idiot. And now he's on the field, and it's not even a story. At least he's not a starter, but he'll be he'll be playing. If they don't do when's the decision? It's, it's coming up, right? But, but I, I, my question is, you. the fact is, Bill Belichick and Robert Kraft are commenting by putting him on the field. And right. now they're yes. acting like they haven't made a judgment. They have, by by any definition, made a judgment. They are employing well, they him. They brought and in Antonio playing. Brown. I mean, God, they, no, but I'm just long ago. I mean, The notion that, that people don't understand that, that, that they say that the team can't comment, the action of <laughs> yes. having him on the field is the biggest comment you can make. They are tacitly approving of whatever he did and his defense. Quick aside, speaking of the team, speaking in, uh, with something, Mike Cadlick tweeting at you, Chris Curtis, subtweeting, the at Patriots Twitter account has officially announced, report Patriots to host running back Ezekiel Elliott. So like the Hopkins situation, the Twitter account of the New England Patriots is saying we got Zeke Elliott in town. Good. More character, guys. But does that strike you as meaningful in one way or the other? No, I, I think they they just probably they they that was their um, they crossed the the bridge with that. Now they're going to do it with other people as well. It wasn't a, a standalone. The fact that they did it with Hopkins means they'll do it with other guys now. What do you think? Uh, here's the essential question. Okay, I would like I would like reaction. Five hundred eight says innocent until proven guilty. What in what way is he innocent? He carried a gun through security at TSA. Might not have been him. Oh, it was a stand-in it doppelganger. It could have been. Could have been. Here's my question. Show me the future. What happens to Mac after this year? What's Bill's plan with Mac? What's Kraft's plan? Is he is this his last year, or are they going to re-sign him for forty plus million a year if he has a good year? Caveat: right. if he has a good year, six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. Because I, I mean, the more I think about it, Kraft is going to sign him. They're going to break the mold, and if he has a good year, they'll keep him, and it'll be another shot at Bill. Right. Let's go to Tony in Maine. Hi, Tony. Tony. Hello. Hey. hey, sorry about that. It's all right. So, I, I've been I've been I've been flipping this around in my brain for about three months now. I believe that Mac Jones is of the temperament that he's not going to deal with the Bill Belichick philosophy of the way he treats people. He doesn't have to. I don't believe he has to. Okay, and I think we finally have somebody in the organization who is willing to flip Bill Belichick the bird. And I think Mac is going to have an outstanding year, and he's going to flip them the bird, 
and he's not going to resign with them, and he's going to move on from them, no matter what they offer him. That's just my opinion. But they theoretically, they could force him to stay for a year, right? Pick up the option. He's got to hold out for a Correct. year. Yeah. But he would do that. You think he'd have right. the, the guts to right. do that? Yeah. Maybe. I mean, that's what, as you pointed out, Jackson, Lamar Jackson did it. And and Mac Jones does not strike me as a guy that would fear being on his own there. If he is this miserable here and not bound to Boston in any real way, views himself as being treated improperly by Bill Belichick, never given a fair shot after he went, dared to talk to Bill O'Brien, who he knew was going to be the coordinator. <laughs> yeah. And that was the, you know, the, the, the last straw. We played earlier, we played the Bill when asked about Mac Jones and their relationship. Coming up next, we have some sound of him talking about Zappi. It is pretty interesting, the, the juxtaposition of the two. Before that, Steve in the truck. Hello, Steve. Gentlemen, how are you today? All right, you. Not bad. Uh, Ken, how come you don't really listen to Chris? Chris is a very knowledgeable guy. I listen to Curtis. To God, I'm forced to listen for him. No, you don't because the cap, as Mr. Gross said the other day, means nothing. You keep referring to the cap. I don't care what the, what it says. They can they can do whatever they want. They can move well, money around. They can, so but they way. never have, Steve. Bill and Kraft. I understand sh- that, but they can. And the other thing is, I don't think there's a chance in hell they'll ever give Mac Jones forty million dollars because of the, the relationship with him and Bill. Yeah, but I but, think Bill but, would have to. But you agree, Kraft likes him. You agree that Kraft is a. Fan. He likes him, but yeah. I don't think he's enamored. I don't think he's like my boy, and that's it. Oh, I, I mean, listen, Chris even said it. He, want, he mentioned Deshaun Watson and all that. I mean, I don't know. I mean, he doesn't impress me that he is the type of guy that's going to hang around here much longer. Either. I think that last follow was right about that. Thanks, Steve. I think- I, I, Robert Kraft is, at this stage, a star effort. Just like Tom Brady is, just like a lot of people are. He yeah, will, but he loves Kraft. Can we play the Cavuto sound again? He loves Kraft? I mean, he loves Mac. That's what we agree on. He does love Kraft. He drafted Mac. He sure did. We, and he's, and he redid the video. That's his guy. Right. You have one interview we did with Neil Cavuto. After that, he said Lamar Jackson wants to play here and Meek Mill wants to sign him. All right. Can we, what sound do you want? The zappy sound? Zappy, zappy Bill versus mm. Zappy Mac. Okay. And we have a federal prosecutor. Can we actually get. Or, no, we want to wait. The federal like prosecutor. Stay on the clock, please. Unlike okay. you this week. Peter, hang on. I want to hear the from All a smarter right. person than me. The Kenny Curtis Show. Kenny Curtis Show. I am efforting, by the way, um, a Cowboys expert on the Zeke Elliott visit. My man, Gavin Spittle. Down the uh, PD down at our sister station in Dallas is uh, getting somebody on for us in the noon hour to react to this. Hart and Fitzy, by the way, 1-4 to four today. And Bradford show, 4-6-15 to six fifteen, up until pregame. And special guest David Ortiz, 4 o'clock today. Big poppy, 4 o'clock here on WEI. Um, Cowboys, by the way, are in California, so in camp. They camp out in California? Oxnard. Oh. So they got to get somebody up early. So we're hoping to get some Zeke. Don't you want a little Zeke Elliott background? Like, I what's the deal it. here? What's up yeah, with this guy? I watched in Ohio State. How about some background on Jack Jones? We have an expert on the phone who can explain the Jack Jones situation. Peter in the car. Hi, Peter. Hey, how are you? Can you guys hear me okay? Yeah, we got you. Thanks for calling. Great. Yeah, listen, I was a federal prosecutor. I was a U.S. attorney. We prosecuted gun cases. This guy has a ton of defenses. You know, he's only charged. He's not convicted. So let's not convict him. It could be totally innocent. What What are the defenses, and, Peter? What's the most obvious? Like what? Yeah, strategy? it could be not his not his bag, not his bag, not his gun. Mix up at the mix up at the uh, you know the, the airport. Um, there's all kinds of things. And but Peter, uh, just say, sorry, one second. I will yep. give you his time here. Um, but if there was an honest yep. explanation, my guess is we'd hear it by now. Yeah, wouldn't they float that out somehow? 
I don't think so. If I were his defense attorney, I wouldn't telegraph my defense to the prosecutors yet. Hmm. And he isn't convicted yet. The con- and the contract issue, it's all good, but the contract issue is his contract probably says he's not discharged from the team until he's convicted. And he's only been charged with the crime. Right? Yeah, but so Peter, in the NFL, the NFL, they have a con- an exempt list you can be placed on that precludes you from getting into that muddied water. Yes, and I was going to say that yep, it depends on the language of those agreements. So if he signed an agreement that said if you're charged with a crime, you can be banned and not pay it, then, then he's in trouble. Peter, let me ask you this, uh, with your expertise. If it is indeed his bag, what is the defense? Well, jury nullification. Um, <laughs> you know, you can go to a jury. Look at O.J. Simpson. I mean, okay, you well. can go to a jury trial when they got all kinds of things on you and a jury, and you're entitled to a jury trial, and you can be acquitted because they like you, because they don't like the judge, because the prosecutor makes a mistake, because something is... Um, there's a mistake in the search. But and, Peter, and, my and guess how long, is, my, my guess how long is, are we looking at? How long does this take? Multiple years? No, it, but no, it's good news is in federal court, he'll have to be, he'll be uh, tried and, and, and convicted or acquitted within six months. Hey, Peter, but I mean, if, if, if the, the option is that O.J. Simpson got off, I mean, you could say that about any crime anywhere, right? I mean. Right, yeah, so that's my example that I give to my clients. I'm like, look, anything can happen, so. He could go to a jury trial and they could have a video of him and the jury could say, we, we like the guy. We don't like the prosecutor. We're having a bad day. He's hereby acquitted. I vote to acquit. He walks out. He goes back with the Patriots in place. Peter, what would be a like, do, do they do plea deals with this? Like, so what would you be, I understand that innocent until proven guilty and you, you're right about, you know, you have far more expertise in this than I would even imagine. So what would be your best guess as to how this is resolved? Do you think it goes to a jury trial? Or do you think this is something where they would agree, you know, with the plea to something else? Is that even something the federal prosecutors would agree to? Yeah, and that's where you're right. He's got a real problem in Massachusetts under the federal law that he could very well end up doing some time. Um, I don't know if he has anything in his past. You know, if he has a criminal record from 20 years ago or he does have yeah, some incidents in college. I don't know whether they were criminal they were in nature. They were dropped. They were, yeah, shoplifting charge was yeah. dropped. Right. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, so that would be in federal sentencing. They look at your entire record. They look at your history. They look at your um, mm-hmm. likelihood of being violent. And then they make a sentencing recommendation. But, yes, if he is convicted or pleads, and they knock it down to a misdemeanor and he pleads to it, he could certainly end up doing some time. Thank right, you, Peter. Peter. Good insight there. So uh, appreciate the phone call. Jack Jones, newbie. Um, <laughs> you know, I would not six feel months. Good, I would not feel good if my federal, if my if my defense attorney <laughs> would say, "Well, OJ got off." <laughs> <laughs> but I guess he could theoretically have told the Patriots behind the scenes, "We have a good defense. Here's what, here's what happened, and he, they know more than he, we do." Here's the issue, though, with Bill Belichick saying he can't comment on it. The defense attorney already brought the Patriots up, thanking them. Were standing by his client, her client, right? right true. So, Which do they have just by definition? No, but I'm saying that. But you can't be Switzerland when you've already shown your hands. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, and it's kind of interesting that he's actually not on some kind of side field, or he's actually in the mix, right? So it's not like they're even dancing around that. They're he's getting good action. But, All but right, now, okay. they want to have both sides here. They want to say that they're they're not making a judgment when they made a judgment. They they are saying that they believe in him and they that he's valuable to the team and he's on the field because as I the, just the said, one thing his his attorney said Scapiccio was that he quote had no intention of bringing guns in the Logan Airport that day 
he had no intention of bringing any guns into an airport that day. Yeah, unfortunately, in the federal um, penalties, there is nothing about intent when it comes to not having a gun, especially in Massachusetts. You're not licensed to carry. But that if that's that's the only insight to their strategy, I guess, is that somehow the bag was brought mistakenly or something right, like right, that. I exactly. Mean, maybe they a plea deal short. To, what if it's a year? He does a year time and he, you stick by him and he comes back next year. Yeah, I, I, I'm not saying that there aren't reasons to do it. Just don't say that you can't make a comment on it when you've made a comment by your actions. You had teased the Bailey Zappi audio. Correct. So let's get to that. So this is Bill. On this. We, we heard Bill earlier when he was asked about Mac Jones, and he said that Mac, basically, he trusts everybody on his team. He didn't want to inter- individually single him out. And then he was asked about Bailey Zappi, and this is what he said. Hang on, Joe's got to pull it up here. Oh, sorry. He was screening... Uh, Phone calls. Diligently. It's okay. How have you seen Bailey develop year one to year two? Has he made that kind of jump? That, that yeah, similar to what we just said about Cole. You know, much better idea what to expect. Knows the offense. Knows defenses much better than he did last year. It's a much better idea of the just the pace of installation, camp, what to expect, all those things. So yeah, he's had he's had a really good spring too. Now, that's kind of muted, though, for Bill. I mean, I, I agree. It's different than his commentary on Mac. Okay. But were you blown away by that? When that, you, when that you, was not gushing. Okay. When you hear him say, he's asked specifically about Mac Jones, and what does he reply with? We all, I have trusted everybody. He doesn't even entertain. Mac Jones said yesterday that he's on the same page as you are. You guys are moving forward. Bill Belichick asked about that. Yeah, I'm on the same page as all the players on this team. He could say, yeah, yeah, I'm good with all the players that are on the team, absolutely. Right. And then he's asked about Bailey Zappi, and this is what he says. Yeah, I mean, it's not as extreme as I would have would have thought going into camp. I thought we were going to get dual quarterback battle, shared reps, Bill gushing about Zappi. But Robert Mackie, doesn't want Zappi. that. Robert doesn't want that. But that's what I'm saying. Robert has won. But <laughs> Bill is backing off. Bill is backing off on the offense, correct. Yes, that's big. That's yeah. the story of the week. Now, uh, I, get, get I got a guest. I want to keep going. Yes, but I just want to plug. We have a Cowboys expert to talk about Zeke Elliott, 1230. Afternoon host, 105.3 The Fan, Brian Brodus, former scout for the Packers, Eagles, Jags, and Cowboys. Super Bowl winning scout with the Packers. All right. So he's going to be on at 1230. He'll tell you everything you need to know about Zeke Elliott. Does he still have something in the tank? Why did the Cowboys release him? Was it strictly money? Great get, Kenny. There you go. Looking forward to that. And so is Jake and Brewster, also a great guy. Hi, Jake. Hey, what's up? How are you? So, certainly I would never let that lawyer represent me that was on the uh, call earlier. But also, uh, Bill Belichick always sticks by his players. I mean, in recent history, Aaron Hernandez was calling Bill Belichick as he was intoxicated and he was hush about it and still let him play. So what's the difference now? Yeah, I don't. All right, well, good thing we got Jake in. Yeah, my mistake. All right, misread it. Uh, Kenny Curtis Show continues. We'll have uh, some Zeke Elliott intel coming up.